Hey guys, welcome to the Simply Be podcast. I'm Ellen and I am so glad you're here. This is our last episode in our Lent series. We've been reading the Gospel of John together three chapters a week. The first week we talked all about Lent and the last six weeks we read and reflected on John chapters 1 through 18. If you miss any of those episodes, go check them out. This is a special episode. Today is Good Friday, and we wanted to wrap up John before Easter. So today we're talking about John chapters 19 through 21. You may wonder why it's called Good Friday, because it is in fact the day that Jesus died on the cross. At that time, it was incredibly sad, full of grief and loss. But we know that you can't have resurrection without death. Let's jump right into our three takeaways. And really this week, we just have one thing to think about, but we're gonna think about it three times. Once again, there's so much happening in these three chapters, and there is really no way to cover it all in 10, 15 minutes. So we're just gonna focus on a few things, but make sure you read it all because there is so much important information um, and it's important to walk with Jesus and know what's happened and why we celebrate Easter. So, all right, let's our, jump into our three takeaways. So first, we're starting in chapter 19, and so much happens in this one chapter. First of all, Jesus is sentenced to be crucified. Jesus was beaten and nailed to the cross, and Jesus died. His body was removed from the cross and put in the tomb. I mean, yeah, that's a lot in one chapter. In verse 30, the last words that Jesus utters on the cross are it is finished. In Greek, that translated to mean paid in full. Basically, the debt owed by man to God due to the sin of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden is finally dealt with, settled forever. It is finished. Finished. All that was prophesied throughout Scripture and the Old Testament has been fulfilled by Jesus. I mean, mission accomplished, right? Jesus has taken away the sin of the world. What does that mean for us? Jesus is the only way, the only solution to our sin and the only way to God. It is only by his death and resurrection that we are no longer under sin's control. Through him, we are saved and given the gift of eternal life. Do you believe? Our second takeaway um, in my Bible, the first chap- the first part of chapter 20 is titled Empty Tomb. This is huge. At first, Mary Magdalene thought maybe Jesus' body had been taken, so she went to get the disciples, and they came to the tomb as well to see. Verse 8 says, He saw and believed. So Jesus had predicted his death, right? And he also predicted and told the disciples that he'd come back, right? We read that a couple weeks ago. Okay, so fast forward to we're in chapter 20 in verse 19. Jesus appears to the disciples. And I just want to read directly from my Bible. I'm going to read um, verses 19 through 23 and then 29 through 21. Okay, so starting in verse 19. On the evening of that first day of the week when the disciples were together, With the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. 
As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you for, if you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. And then we'll go down into verses 29 through 31. Then Jesus said, Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Do you believe? All right, our third and final takeaway. So do you remember we read that Peter denied Jesus three times? So first, Jesus had predicted that Peter would deny him. And I'm sure Peter was like, oh no, that will never happen. And then we read that it did happen. So now we're addressing it again, or Jesus will with Peter. I mean, Peter probably felt really bad about it after the fact, right? So he denies Jesus. Then Jesus is crucified and died. And then he is no, his body is not in the tomb. So when Jesus comes back, he addresses all the disciples. They have a meal together. And then it comes to a point where we're in verse 20, or chapter 21 where Jesus confronts Peter directly. So we're going to read verses 15 through 17. And this is in chapter 21. And this, this section in my Bible is, set, is titled, Jesus Reinstates Peter. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Do you truly love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, do you truly love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him a third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all, all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. And then if you go on, it says, um, he said to him, follow me. So Jesus asked him three times, do you truly love me? Peter's response was, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, you know I love you. And Lord, you know all things. You know I love you. After each response, Jesus had said something, right? So the first time he said, feed my lambs. Then he said, take care of my sheep. Then he said, feed my sheep. And then he, and then he ends it saying, follow me, right? So he's giving Peter, he's telling Peter what to do take care of my sheep, right? Remember we read earlier that he said he is the shepherd um, and he takes care of his sheep. So now he's giving Peter that role to lead, right? To to feed them, to to teach them about, about Jesus and about God's love and to take care of them. Um, and then he says to him, follow me. Follow me was the first call or the same call that Jesus gave Peter at the beginning, right? When he is Um, calling the disciples, he says, follow me. So that's what he says to Peter again at the end um, in chapter 21. 
And Jesus does the same for us. Sometimes we're like Peter, aren't we? We talked about this before. The good news is that whenever we fall, whenever we fail, make mistakes, we can come to Jesus and he will restore us just like he did Peter. We just need to confess our sin and commit ourselves to Jesus. And he's always there. It's such a gift. It's full of grace. And grace means unmerited unmerited favor, a gift that we don't deserve. And that is something that we get from Jesus, right? Our salvation. Jesus won't turn on us when we come to him in true repentance and true remorse. So let me ask you again, do you believe? Together we have read through the entire gospel of John. I am really, really proud of you. We have gotten to know Jesus. We have read about his love. We've read about God's love, um, his power, his miraculous ways. And we, we feel, I feel like I really know more about Jesus's character, about who he is. We understand why he came to this world as a man to reconcile us back to God, to show us how much we are loved and help us understand that through our faith in him and our belief in his death on the cross to take the ultimate punishment for our sin and the resurrection on the third day, as he predicted, which <coughs> gives us eternal life, we receive salvation. Ephesians 2, 8 tells us that we are saved by grace through faith in Christ. In Christ. If your answer to the question, do you believe, is yes, and you haven't professed that, do it now. Say this prayer. Dear Lord, I am a sinner and I'm in need of a Savior. Please forgive me for my sin. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came to die on the cross to save me from sin and rose on the third day just like he said he would and is now in heaven with God. I invite you to come into my heart. I will trust and follow you as my Savior. Amen. On this Good Friday, as we reflect on Jesus' death on the cross and why that happened and what that means for us, and as we prepare our hearts for Easter, I just pray that you just spend this time just really thinking and praying and, and reflecting on what we have read, reflecting on who Jesus is and what he did for us on the cross, and just acknowledging, just like that prayer said, that we are sinners. We are broken. We need a Savior, and that Savior is Jesus Christ. So my prayer is that from reading this, from spending this time together in God's word, that you really believe that Jesus is the son of God and was sent to bring us back into relationship with a wonderful, powerful, loving, merciful God, and that you put your faith in Christ because, because that alone will change everything, change everything about your life, about your future, and will give you that eternal life in heaven so that you can overcome fear. You can overcome anything with Jesus. All right, guys, thank you for hanging with me through the book of John. I am so proud of you, and I hope you'll join us as we move into our next series, which is all focused around what it means to be a light in this world. Bye, guys.